0: everyone and welcome to this week's tim's news explosion on this monday the 4th of september 2023 we are live on the wilmsfront youtube channel the wilmsfront odyssey channel and the wilmsfront rumble channel i've also got power chats set up so if you want to send in a statement or a question uh, to support this program and other unshackleds productions it's at powerchat.live tim wilms it is 9 p.m here in melbourne victoria it is springtime though the weather fluctuations continue and as i informed you all last week the reason i am starting at 9 p.m now is because i want to watch the australia first shows which starts at 8pm. Uh, so there is the Groiper Aligned Australia First program with Gabriel Mare, uh, which is uh, still going, I think. Uh, but uh, Gabriel, uh, he had uh, quite uh, the weekend, he and a couple of other groipers, they protested uh, this Pride in protest Rally. Uh, so the, this is a group of gay communists who every year at the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras try to ban cops and the Liberal Party. They were the ones who invited Lydia Thorpe to this year's Mardi Gras, where she was she laid in front of that float. Uh, so their logo is the the pink triangle, uh, which homosexuals wore in the Nazi concentration camps. Uh, So it says, Who Street? Our Street. Reclaim Oxford Street from right wing bigots, protest and party, Hyde Park to Taylor's Square. Or Gabriel Mare and the Gropers, uh, they turned up with their official uh, slogan and uh, engaged in a back and forth uh, with one of the the gay communists. (laughs)
1: Man, look
0: like look your butt, Fuck you. uh that was pretty epic there uh, though as uh, as you could see there the 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 police there intervened there though uh, he wasn't arrested uh for saying the term faggot. so we're not as bad as in the u k we can simply be arrested for saying the word lesbian. And now Michael Nelson of White Australia First, uh, he was also back tonight. Uh, This was his latest adventure in confronting a communist cross-dresser at Melbourne University.
2: Hey, I'm Jackie. I'm here with the Australian Communist Party and the Community
1: Union Defence League down at the University of Melbourne campus, supporting striking. Nick, my Are you the one who
3: identifies as a girl,
1: yeah?
3: You'll never be a real woman. What
1: are you doing here,
3: man? (laughs)
0: You'll never be a real woman and that is not the only video of michael nelson also known as as mickle uh confronting uh trans women in melbourne there's there's heaps of them if you ever go to the the melbourne cbd well you understand why dan andrews continues to get re-elected i think i spoke about the, the my last journey to the city where it was almost totally asian in the the cbd and i walked past it was clearly an asian dude in a a dress like i could tell and now uh, the reason why uh, michael nelson didn't air a white australia first last week is because he was arrested uh, with his uh, devices seized this is a statement that he put out sorry for the silence everyone throughout this week this last week i underwent heinous persecution at the hands of the state and the church i was raided under the blatant and false and ludicrous charge of illegal possession of a firearm because i uploaded a picture of a small cap gun as they called it in the list of seized items. The timing of this event is too good to be coincidental. This was a pathetic scare tactic to try and halt the extreme exponential growth of white Australia first on top of the raid on Sunday, 27th of August. The priest I had been seeing for just short of two years now who had planned to baptize me pulled me aside and said, paraphrasing here, he will refuse to baptize me in the name of anti-whiteness. I attempted to have a fruitful and charitable conversation with the man and he was not interested in this offer and instead went on to tell me about how he does not particularly care if there is somehow no more white people and that Hitler planned to kidnap the Pope, attempting to gatekeep the pearly gates over conspiracy theories and political disagreements, such as someone is quite clearly in violation of the commandment, love thy neighbor, which all Christians are bound uh, bound to pray for this man, acting in accordance with the will of Satan in order to withhold a lost sheep from joining the flock of the faithful. I am a beast, but not only am I a beast, I am a primordial, indefagable, and arrogant. I guess you could say I'm somewhat of an indefagable, primordial, arrogant beast, perhaps. Anyway, all my references have been stolen by Victoria. Uphold the anal sex police until further notice. Thus, I will not have access to the White Australia First YouTube channel or Twitter account. Despite this apparent hiccup, I'll be attempting to stream again, which he did until he ran out of phone battery or a different channel that we linked here. So stay posted, be there or be square. Pray for me, I'll pray for all of you, but most importantly, pray for those who persecute you. Hail victory. And now, of course, uh, we uh, brought you the story last week that uh, Australian Meditations uh, was the man charged by the Australian Federal Police of using a carriage service to offend uh, independent Senator Lydia Thorpe. Uh, he released a on his Telegram channel, which is Australian Meditations 51. You can't view it on Apple devices. He released a, goes for about almost an hour a long vlog uh, explaining everything that's happened. He was also live with. Joel and Blair on their weekly show Thursday. Also on Wednesday, uh, Jamone Roberts, uh, also known as the Aryan Barbarian, uh, Vanilla Gorilla, or Caucasian Catch, he, he is back in court. He was a char- charged uh, with assaulting a police officer during that uh, scuffle uh, that the National Socialist Network had uh, before their stopped immigration rally. And also uh, Thomas Sewell and Jacob Hirschnet, their next uh, appearance, Uh, they've pleaded guilty uh, to uh, a charge of violent disorder over that uh, confrontation they had with uh, Antifa stalkers uh, during the National Socialist Network camping trip at the Cathedral Rages back in May 2021. And also, uh, Jared Seabee, who I used to do a show with, a "Brawl on the the Brain," you might remember. I I brought uh, the news to you uh, that he'd been he and his mate Jimmy had been uh, arrested, denied bail, uh, with uh, multiple offences because they're in the Finks Motorcycle Gang. Uh, Jared Seaby's next committal hearing is on the fourteenth of September and obviously this is just uh, they're using existing laws to to go after these uh, these uh, national socialists and also other nationalists Uh, but of course uh, they've already got the the swastika uh, banned in uh, Victoria. Dan Andrews was the Dan Andrews government of course was the first to implement it and now it's spread all over Australia. Uh, So remember, it's a 12 months in prison if you publicly display the source sticker or a $23,000 fine. And or I should say, Uh, so Dan Andrews has now introduced legislation to ban the Nazi salute in public, same penalty, which is actually uh, at six months more uh, than uh, serious uh, racial and religious vilification that Blair Cottrell, Neil Erickson, and Chris Shortis uh, were found guilty of for the mock beheading in in Bendigo uh, back in, well, it happened in 2017, the mock beheading but they were found guilty in 2017. The Magistrates Court and Blair Cottrell's appeal was thrown out uh, by County Court Judge Peter Kidd in, uh, at the end of 2019. And now at the federal level, uh, Attorney General Mark Dreyfus is, uh, is uh, attempting uh, to pass a law uh, that uh, that uh, w- it would carry a five five years in prison uh, for uh, uh, for the display of uh, prohibited uh, symbols, uh, but uh, there is uh, backlash uh, from the Muslim uh, community because they say they argue that Islamic State has appropriated Islamic symbols and therefore they fear that ordinary Muslims uh, could uh, get uh, caught up in these laws. And there's also there is also quotes in this SBS story. It's a transcript uh, from uh, collectors of uh, World War II memorabilia. Who well they argue that uh, the bill implies that genuine collectors are Nazis or advocates of the the ideology. There's a in the Australian War Memorial, I uh, there's a not a, a a car a Nazi car on display which uh, the Australian Army seized. It's still got the the Nazi swastika on it. It's there as a trophy. It's not there because. The, the 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 Australian war memorial supports Nazism. It's their Look, we defeated the Nazis, and haha, we got their car as as, as proof that we defeated them. It was a war war trophy. But according to the Devere Abramovich logic, I, that uh, that anything uh, that uh, even even hi- historical hi- hi- historical products. Uh, they uh, apparently they, 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 you can't 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 have them. You you're just uh, you're just insulting uh, punching Holocaust victims in the face. Now over in the United States, uh, four of the the five Proud Boys who were found guilty of various offences for uh, participating in January 6. Uh, So Joe Biggs, he got 17 years in prison. He was found guilty of seditious conspiracy, uh, which is a charge that was first brought against uh, Confederate Civil War soldiers. Because remember uh, that January 6 was worse than the Civil War 9-11 and Pearl Harbor combined, even though there was only one person who died on, on January 6th, that was Ashley Babbitt, a Trump supporter who was shot, who was shot at uh, point blank range range in cold blood. And she wasn't, she wasn't armed or anything like that. She was just shot dead and a, another uh, proud boy Zachary uh, real he was sentenced to 15 years in prison for simply entering the cap, uh, the the capitol uh, seattle proud boy chapter president ethan uh, Nordine, he was sentenced to 18 years the maximum one uh so that was also for seditious conspiracy dominic uh Pizzola was sentenced to 10 years in in, in prison uh, So sorry it was dominic uh dominic Pazilla was the only one who was not, who was not found guilty of seditious conspiracy, but they still gave him 10 years for smashing a window. And now, Proud Boy leader Enrique Tarrio, he wasn't even at the Capitol in January 6th. He was banned from the, the Capitol because uh, uh, he uh, burnt a a Black Lives Matter flag outside a church, but he was still found guilty of seditious conspiracy. I mean, he wasn't even there on January 6th, so he'll be sentenced on Tuesday. Uh, so, Obviously, they're going after these Proud Boys because they're Trump supporters. They were there on January 6th, believe the election had been in stolen. Uh, so they want to make an example and also because they believe that the the Proud Boys are, are, are terrorists and they're white supremacists, even though uh, they are a civic nationalist organisation. Enrique Terrio is Hispanic, a very brown Hispanic, and of course, you don't need to make up <laughs> to, 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 to make up that, the that, that uh, the Proud Boys are a white supremacist, uh, neo-Nazi, uh, group because there are actual neo-Nazi, uh, white supremacist groups in the United States who are allowed to display the swastika and, uh, and also, uh, do the nazi salute in public and they were out on the the streets in florida over the weekend uh, so there was there was four different four different groups uh, and i think the reason that they all held rallies in florida is because that is is because Ron DeSantis has passed that anti-free speech law where you can go to jail for simply uh, letterboxing or sending a flyer uh, to uh, to a uh, to uh, to a premises uh, which is owned by by Jewish people. It's a complete violation of the the First First Amendment. So there was the. There was the joint uh, Blood Tribe and uh, Goyim Defence League rally and uh, Laura Loomer, who's uh, who's, uh, an independent Jewish journalist, Uh, she's previously run for for Congress, they went wild uh, when uh, Laura Loomer turned up. now there was a, a number of media outlets there covering it and a few of the journalists there asked question of one of the leaders of blood tribe uh christopher uh paul haas uh known as as hammer a uh, who uh, does hammer stream on telegram now the 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 Tr- the Trump and uh, Coin Inc. conservatives said, "Oh, these are all Fed actors. So uh, they can't comprehend that they're actually Nazis like this that are legit. And also because it obviously is inconvenient for them, because they always like to say the left are the real racists, the real fascists, and so uh, they don't like to uh, don't don't like to uh, uh, to admit to themselves." Uh, that uh, there are still actual Nazis out there because they just—they—they—the narrative that they try to put out there is that modern—that uh, the left call everyone Nazis. They just jump at jump at shadows. Uh, but I digress here. Uh, so this is uh, Hammer uh, talking to the media.
1: Stick up for your fucking self. So what does that mean? Does that mean violence? Mean? No, it doesn't mean violence. Oh. Well, we're All of our goals can be achieved non-violently. The most violence is on your side. Subjugation of our race. That's what we stand against. The reason that you presuppose that there will be violence is because you are ready to use violence to stop us. When you say you... You and all of the people on that side of the fence. White subjugators. You work for that team, kikes, jewelry, capitalism, billionaires. That's your side. I know it's your side because you still have a job. Christopher, there's a presidential race going on right now. Are you going to vote in 2024? What do you think is going to happen? My vote vote is useless. I think Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine.
0: In, in support of
1: Ukraine, you mean? Hail Ukraine! Hail Aza! Love Ukraine! Yeah. Hell Tell me this, Christopher. Uh, you are you know, a sizable gathering, but fairly small. How big does this need to become? And how big do you see it becoming? Paint a picture of this movement. We just in have to a start past. a fire. We have to just start a fire. How do you do that? We're the kindling. And once we set the fire, we get the fire hot, then we get the rest of our brothers blazing. And how do you do that? Be the vanguard. Stick up for ourselves. Stand up. Don't be afraid. Show no fear. What are you doing now, Christopher?
0: And now, uh, Brucey says, in case you didn't know, he did in fact claim to be working for the CIA when speaking to Russian media, but later said he was trolling, and regrets saying it. Well, as you saw there, there he he said he supports Biden because uh, he's sending weapons to Ukraine, and Ukraine uh, part of the uh, Ukrainian uh, defense operation is the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion. Uh, Mitch has said 150 tweets began by Keith Woods and many normally conservatives joined in. Yes, this is the the ban the ADL hashtag, uh, which has obviously it refers to ban the ADL from Twitter. It's trying to lobby Elon Musk to ban the Anti-Defamation League, headed by Jonathan Greenblatt. Uh, now, since the Southern Poverty Law Center, or as uh, more accurately described, Southern P- Poverty Life Center, that basically its reputation uh, uh, collapsed uh, due to internal scandals. The Anti-Defamation League has basically been the main anti-free speech lobby group in the, the United States. And because uh, they, they, they they are a a Jewish uh, group. They are always able to to play the card that look uh, anti-Semitism ri- rise rising. It's a danger to our safety. Basically implying that the the Holocaust uh, could happen again. Uh, Davir uh, Abramovich he also exaggerates here says that Melbourne is the neo-Nazi capital of Australia and actually claimed that uh, neo-Nazis could march march on mass through Swanson Street basically unimpeded which hasn't happened Uh, though uh, the National Socialist Network gathering at Spring Street that's probably uh, that's probably enough to basically for him to argue that look uh, they're brazenly on the streets this is why we need all these laws too, and the reason why the National Socialist Network is so strong in Melbourne, Victoria, is because all the, all these laws are being passed by a far-left government to try and suppress them. It has the opposite effect. And this is why Ron DeSantis in Florida is the reason why they are all gathering in Florida, these neo-Nazi Groups because uh, DeSantis, he is passing anti-free speech laws, and as you know, I'm a libertarian free speech absolutist. I mean, when the the (laughs) when uh, obviously the First Amendment uh, means that they can't ban the swastika. I mean, you know who the Nazis are when you see a swastika. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Now they. They weren't the only uh, two uh, neo-Nazi groups, uh, Blood Tribe and Goyam Defense Sense League. Over at uh, Disney World, outside Disney World, there was the Aryan Freedom Network and the Order of the Black Sun. And uh, this was uh, their signs and slogans outside uh, Disney World. Disney World rapes children.
1: Are you all affiliated with blood drugs? No. No, we asked them to. are the Black Sun with affiliates from 14 First yeah, and Area uh, A- really Aryan Freedom Network. Mm-hmm. The time has come that we have to stop. You must stand up for your race. You must stand up for your children. No one else will. You have hundreds of groups that stand Jewish. in defense of all the blood races many groups stand in defense of the white race. We can't even get our own government to stand for the white race. No one is coming to save us. It is time that we save ourselves. Enrique? Enrique? The guy? Yeah. He's
3: sentenced next week.
1: Okay. But he, he, gets, should, he, should be, he should be in, in change. What he gets for trying to impersonate white people. They will eventually own oh, everything man. in the world. They want to buy everything in the world. All 365, is HB263, HB263,
0: uh, Iron Duke ninety nine says, "I cannot help think that some of these people are feds and other bad actors. Or well, you can argue that they're they're bad actors, um, but I don't believe that they're 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 feds. Like I said that." Seems to be a lot of uh, conservative uh, copism because remember that uh, after National Socialist Network uh, turned up at the Let Women Speak event in Melbourne, there was a lot of Australian conservatives who claimed that Tom, Jim, and the rest of the NSN uh, boys were actors. They always uh, make make the point that Nathan Bull, uh, one of the NSN members. His dad is a Victoria Police officer. I know that there was a Jewish group who made a complaint to Victoria Police uh, for allowing them to gather on the steps of Parliament House and do the the Nazi uh, salute adjacent to the Let Women Speak event. But of course, obviously, uh, Nazis are the ultimate uh, boogeyman uh, by the uh, political establishment. Even though Nazis are never going to retake a country, let alone the the United States. And the like I said, the in the U.S. you can't ban Nazis. Uh, you can't ban the swastika. You can't even list uh, domestic groups on terror watch list only uh, foreign uh, groups there yet the Nazis haven't taken over the United States uh, so free speech uh, sunlight as the expression goes is they're the best disinfectant and pushing an underground oppression uh, just makes these groups prove their point uh, but uh, People who adhere to my uh, personal philosophy, libertarianism, uh, we are also uh, a, a boogeyman. And uh, I'm not sure if you've seen uh, the viral clip of a 12-year-old uh, Colorado Springs uh, schoolboy, uh, Jaden. He uh, was uh, dragged before the principal's office because he had a patch on his school backpack of the, the Gadsden flag. Uh, Don't uh, tread on me. And this is what the educator uh, claimed why the Gadsden flag was bad. Oh, thank you. Do they know what the Gadsden flag is?
4: Yes. That it's a historical
3: flag? So, um, the reason that they do not want the flag the reason we do not want the flag state mm-hmm. is due to its origins with the slavery, slavery and, and slave trade. That is what was um that's the reasoning behind okay. them not to The Gadsden blood. The
4: don't tread on me. Okay. Which is the Gadsley blood. Okay. Um okay so he he um He's, what's going to happen if he doesn't take it off? I
3: mean, he is able to go. I was actually just telling him, like, I was set, upset that he was missing so much school. I'm like, ah. So I asked if can he just take his stuff out of his bag and go back to class? Like, I just want him to go back to class. The bag can't go back. It's got a patch on it because we can't have that. In and around other kids, so that's what I was trying. To, and then he said you were close, so I was like, "Oh, okay. yeah." It
4: has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary the War patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like that wasn't. That's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of like the, um, the Confederate, armed pa-
3: Confederate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I so. Okay. I am just here to. to, to down down and-
4: no,
3: I am here to enforce the policy that was provided okay. by the district, okay. and. Definitely,
4: you have every right to not agree with it. I mean, because yeah, yeah, the HOU says that he's allowed to wear that. If you like go on their website, it's like says in big so letters. I, I,
3: all, all I'm saying is that unless
4: there's like a ban on patches, period, like if you said, there's no patches allowed at the school, you cannot display what you think or anything like that or what cheer or anything like that. Um, I, I don't I think it's like one sided, you know, because. You allow some patches, but not other, other patches. Other patches like other names and
5: like the American flag and back- backpacks.
4: Yeah, that was like flown during the Revolution, but um, yeah, I, I just don't understand that at all. So what I can do? is if you if, if you go onto the ACLU's Youth site, yeah, let's let's talk to. I someone. Can, I, I, can I, to to, I, really I can have you speak to
3: I can have you speak to Jeff Yocum okay. again. Um, and then he can refer you to our person at the district.
4: Okay.
3: Um, because like I said, we're following
4: district policy okay. is what we're doing. Okay. So,
3: the last thing I want is him out
4: of class. Yeah, like, I know you my, He <laughs> the takes the thing his thing classes seriously, yes. studies, he studies, he wants to get straight A's, he did that. He made honor honorable when he was here before. Yeah. He intends to do that again right now, but it's hard because he keeps missing class for this. So I understand that. Yeah. And I mean, we teach him to always stick up for your beliefs. And I mean, you're going over the revolution this for seventh grade. I mean, the founding fathers stood up for what they believed in against unjust laws. This is unjust.
3: Okay. I, like I said, we're upholding a policy that was
4: provided to us, which we have to uphold. Okay. Can you show me where the policy?
0: And now this cartoon uh, summed up uh, this, Gutterson flag ban in school. So it's the SJW purple haired teacher. Let's review butt plugs and dildos are for play. Packers are for creating a penile bulge in and then sees the don't shred on me. You can't bring that into the classroom. Uh, Now the school has backflipped. Now, I mean, the only logic that teacher could have followed to claim that uh, the Gadsden flag is has any association to slavery is that, well, there were still slaves in the United States during the American Revolutionary War. But the reason why the school uh, backflipped is because the mother handed the footage to Connor Boyack, who published it on his Twitter page. He is the author of the Tuttle Twins children's books, which turns classical libertarian texts and puts them into uh, children's book form. Uh, so he started with uh, Fre- uh, Frederick Bastiat's The Law. And then, uh, so the, then there was the Tuttle Twins and the Miraculous Pencil, uh, the Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island, and the Tuttle Twins and the Road to Surfdom, and they have a surfboard on the front there. So libertarian story time at the library with those books, that would be something I would support hun- uh, 100%. Uh, it would... <laughs> get rid of, uh, Drag Queen Story Hour and have, uh, Tuttle Twins, uh, Story Hour there. Uh, now I should give a shout out to Dawn Browning, who managed to make, uh, Rolling Stone, uh, magazine for her, uh, for her ban the ADL pie here, which, uh, what's in the pie, uh, Dawn? Uh, cause, uh, it looks, looks, looks very tasty there. Uh, Is there mushrooms in it? So they, 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 they clean, 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 uh, delicious, nutritious mushrooms in that, in that pie. Let, let let me know. That uh, adds, you have to show me if if you've got any other uh, political uh, (laughs) slogans uh, in your, your baking there as well. Uh, Barkey says, it was a mock pie with baking pasta and beans, lol. Uh, Now let's uh, go uh, for a COVID update, because remember, uh, there's this uh, super, new super ninja uh, (laughs) variant, uh, uh, Parola, which is slang for cock penis uh, ba 2.86 uh so they've they've found it in a few more countries now they haven't found any in Australia yet uh but it's certainly it's it's not as as big as remember the original Omicron uh, strain which took over the world in in two weeks so uh, they, they As uh, Mandy Cullen of the, the CDC uh, said last week, i oh, watch this, this space. I follow uh, the, the the COVID uh, variant scientists on Twitter. So Tom Peacock of the Imperial College of London. Uh, there's Megan Carl of uh, the UK National Health Security Agency, Francois The consensus is that although... It is able to reinfect people who've already had COVID. It is not that transmissible. uh so yes, it it might not be a the 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 variant that they can they can use, which Alex Jones said they'll use to justify the return of masks and lockdowns. But there is a a a very a, a very uh, huge uh, ba- already already backlash, pre, pre, pre-lash, you could call it, uh, against uh, any, uh, a, a, any hypothetical mask mandates and lockdowns. Uh, Lionsgate, the film studio, they backflipped on their mask mandate for employees. And even on CNN, uh, so uh, one of their presenters, Michael uh, Smokonish, was interviewing Anthony Fauci and raised the devastating uh, Cochrane review. It's devastating against those who claim masks work because, well, uh, I'll I'll allow Michael uh, Smakosh to explain the findings of the Cochrane review on masks to Anthony Fauci. Uh, Brett Stevens in the Times talked about Cochrane. Put that on the screen. The most
1: rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness including COVID-19 was published last month. Its conclusions said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual, when you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong.
0: I'd just like to call the NYPD and report the murder of Dr. Anthony Fauci on CNN there. <laughs> so the only thing it could come up with, yeah, but they can still work on an individual level. That basically is you, if you have the the, uh, the 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 mask, like basically strapped, super glued to your face. <laughs> at, at any time you're out of a negatively pressured room and in the company of other people, which I'm sure there are advocates for that. But yeah, as you saw, that Cochrane review found that even N95, well-fitted N95 masks don't work. They never worked. And so anyone still wearing a mask or thinks that they still work, they are seriously deluded and deserve your mockery. Uh, But the mainstream media, a lot of them, uh, but not CNN now, thankfully it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a miracle news miracle, uh, the, especially news Corp in Australia, they still put out, uh, uh, put out articles, which basically still, is, is still it off as fact, uh, that masks work. Uh, now, uh, over in New Zealand, their general election campaign has uh, commenced. Uh, so, uh, current Labor Prime Minister, Chris Hipkins, he is is behind in the polls, uh, to uh, the National Party opposition leader, Chris Luxon. And obviously both parties will need uh, the various minor parties to form government. There's the left-wing Greens and Maori party, the Libertarian Act party, and also the uh, Nationalist New Zealand First party led by Winston Peters. Winston Peters once uh, uh, part of his platform is uh, that those who were forced to to take the COVID vaccine to to keep their job and suffered an adverse uh, reaction should be compensated, or those who lost their jobs for not taking the the vax. And uh, this was Chris Hipkins' response. Um, in terms of the vaccine mandates, I acknowledge that it was a challenging time for people, but they made ultimately made their own choices. There was no there was no compulsory vaccination. People made their own choices. A paleoconservative Australian says, I see female Asian drivers driving in the car by themselves with a mask on. Oh, no, there's definitely plenty of boomer uh, white females who are wearing masks alone. But yes, Chris Hipkins there, he was the COVID-19 minister on Jac- Jacinta Ardern. He's, he's basically, uh, his answer, he's got the same nerve as Scott Morrison. He said, no, we never made uh, vaccines compulsory. Oh, uh that was all the 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 states. No, no, it wasn't. You just lost your, your job. You're shut out of society. Uh, made a leper. Couldn't access uh, healthcare services in various settings. No, it wasn't compulsory at all. You just yeah. <laughs> I mean, it uh, it it was a choice, but you paid a very high price if you refused. And now the Burning Man festival it, uh, in rural Nevada has completely been mudded out. Uh, so people who are parked in the middle of the desert, uh, they are bogged there, they're trapped there. Uh, but there has been a conspiracy theory, uh, by, uh, well, uh, spread by, by, by both, uh, some of the COVID crazies and, uh, the conspiracy crowd, uh, that, uh, the, the reason why people are trapped at Burning Man uh, is because there is an Ebola outbreak and and FEMA has uh, launched a a quarantine this uh, I've got this is one of the 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 viral uh, videos that is going around. Have I got it here? Oh yes I've got it here.
6: Most of y'all have probably heard that Burning Man was declared a national emergency but there's some pretty crazy stuff coming out. So it was announced earlier that Burning Man was declared a national emergency because it was flooded. And so they sent in FEMA, which already seemed kind of like a weird reason to send in FEMA and keep anyone from leaving the festival. 73,000 people they're keeping locked in there for flooding. Now there's some new terrifying information coming out that there's a virus on the loose in the festival and that people are getting really sick with boils, vomiting, hemorrhaging. To me, this makes way more sense than flooding in terms of what their response was to the situation. This is a text from one of the festival goers, and he said, Yo, just figured you should hear from me first. Daryl is crazy sick with something that has him coughing up really coagulated blood. Medic showed up wearing a full suit. No idea where he is now. I would stay inside your camper. And he goes on to say that an outside agency is putting up a fence. This is a different festival goer that said... You're never going to fucking believe it. They're saying it's Ebola. Freaking Ebola at Burning Man, guys. If this is true, that is insane. I just hope that everyone ends up being okay and that they make it out.
0: And it's not true. There is no Ebola at Burning Man. Uh, FEMA is not there. Uh, There are several TikToks from uh, people who are still at Burning Man who said this is all fake news. And even if there was Ebola there, we shouldn't, like, I'm at the stage where like, I don't care. I mean, obviously it would suck for the people who did have Ebola, but Ebola doesn't spread very easily. It it spreads through uh, bodily uh, fluids and through direct skin to skin contact sort of like how monkey pox was spread the reason why it spreads in africa you know, in part is because of their traditional burials where they touch the dead body which has ebola and that's how it spreads there and they also believe some of the people that witch doctors can cure them f- from ebola and that they don't need to seek actually pro- uh, proper uh, medical treatment but yeah i could think of absolutely nothing worse than going to a music uh, festival, and no wonder uh, people take drugs at music festivals to to make them <laughs> to, to to make them bearable. Power stream Australian says, "Can't you kill a with disinfectants?" Uh, well, I'm not going to give medical advice on how to treat a bowler over a news live stream. There, uh, Brucey says they are all uh, symptoms of L R A D weapons. Uh, Now, we had uh, Tucker Carlson uh, in a podcast appearance say that, no, it's not what uh, the the Biden administration, Then they're they're not going to try COVID again in the lead up uh, to the 2024 presidential election. They're going to start a hot war uh, with Russia. It would have to be through some uh, some mass casualty of uh, US life Uh, for a hot war with Russia uh, to be justified uh, because then the Biden administration would be able to bring in a national emergency. And I should look it up whether they can, could constitutionally uh, suspend elections if there was a hot war with Russia. The United States has never done this. Uh, Even in their entry into World War I and II, uh, elections weren't suspended in the, the United States. Remember that, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, uh, the Ukrainian president, he has suspended elections. He's basically president for, uh, until the war's over, which could be forever. And so that, that would... That, that would definitely be, I think, a even more scary proposition, a hot nuclear war with Russia. That would probably be even more scary uh, than uh, the return of COVID regulations because, well, unlike COVID, a nuclear holocaust uh, can wipe out billions, uh, but... Uh, Apparently, maybe masks can, uh, can uh, save you from a nuclear fallout. Uh, who knows? Because they're, they're going to make you try and wear masks uh, during uh, this year's uh, Black Summer, uh, coming Black Summer bushfires, Black Summer 2. Because they tried to, I, I tried to recommend to people to wear masks in New York when there was the smoke there. They, they, it, everything, or the solution to everything now is to wear masks. I, I don't know. It, it, they must get off these these mask perverts, as Katie Hopkins says, on restricting their breathe, breathing, or maybe they think it's a noble sacrifice to uh, cut off their, their 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 circulation there. And obviously, it's a good visual there of uh, compliance. And while well, they think it's a, it's a good visual of, oh, they're a good person, even though those who wear masks are some of the biggest assholes uh, that uh, you'll ever encounter. Now. I don't know what is affecting uh mitch mcconnell uh he had another freezing episode uh the 81 year old at a press conference what are my thoughts about what
1: running for re-election in 2026. Oh. Oh,
2: sure.
4: did you hear the question senator running for re-election in 2026 All right. I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute.
0: Senator, Benny.
2: Okay.
4: Somebody else have a question? Please speak up.
0: Uh, Pete Cozman says, this dude looks like Professor Farnsworth to me. No, Professor Farnsworth, he is, (laughs) even though he is almost senile, he's still a stable genius. I mean, he was able to, in the new season of Futurama, which you should all all watch, he was able to fix his time machine so it could go back in time. It just can't go forward in time. Uh, So he was trying to stop uh, Robot Santa from becoming evil uh but of course uh, in the in the Senate in their their 80s who's also basically senile is Diane Feinstein she is now in a wheelchair post shingles she is 90 years old she's able to vote in the Senate but her daughter has a power of attorney over her uh she's been the Senator for California since 1992 Mitch McConnell has been uh Senator for Kentucky since. About 1980, I mean, it is insane uh, that there are all these old people in the, the in, in the Senate. Why do they want to be a a, a, a senator, which is more than a full time job, up until the day basically when they are fully dead? Uh, Sturm Thormoid, he was in the Senate until he was 100, and obviously in the White House at the moment, Joe Biden, 80 80 years old. Clearly, his physical health is, is, is fine. I mean, he fell down and got back up. Uh, he fell off his bicycle but got back up. But it's his mind uh, where the, 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 the health is in decline, yet he's going to run for re-election, which if he did get re-elected, he'd be 80, 86 years old. There, is, uh, <laughs> there has finally been discussion about should there be age limit, term limits on senators And I think there should be, I mean, there should be a two-term Senate limit. You shouldn't be allowed to be in the Senate for like 50 years. I know that in Australia, uh, there is a a compulsory uh, retirement age of high court judges at 70, that passed in a national referendum in 1977, though we don't have a history of old uh, politicians. Anthony Albanese, he was the, he he, he was the most recent, he's one of the oldest prime ministers to be first elected at the age of 58. So Anthony Albanese is pretty old uh, by uh, Australian prime ministerial standards. But speaking of Australian referendums, it's now time uh, for The Voice. 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 Now that's the the theme song from the reality TV show, The Voice, Uh, but the official Yes campaign, which uh, launched last night has uh used uh with uh permission uh john farnham's you're the voice as in its uh, official yes campaign ad and i'm not sure if you've seen the the full two and a half minute version because it goes through because it is the full full song uh but it has a various australian families watching a significant well uh events in Australian history that are significant to them and apparently Australian history according to the yes campaign ad only started in 1967 with the referendum to count aborigines in the official uh, census statistics for a uh, distribution of parliamentary seats and ta- a distribution of tax revenues and uh, also uh, to allow the federal government to make laws for them so Australian history only ha- only started in 1967 because well before 1967 well when australia was formed in from from 1901 to 1967 there was the white australia uh, policy which was supported it had bipartisan support even in the early 60s with under liberal prime minister robert menzies and labor opposition leader arthur corwell uh, arthur corwell in uh uh Famously or infamously said, uh, two wongs don't make a white." So, well, one white and one wong uh, don't make a white either. But I digress. And uh, now, uh, one of the the well the the architects of the white Australia policy, founding father, uh, uh, Alfred Deakin. Uh, One of Australia's first Attorney Generals and Prime Ministers, Deakin University in Melbourne is now thinking of renaming itself uh, because of his 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 uh, well significant role in, in in. Formulating and implementing the White Australia policy.
4: Melbourne's Deakin University is debating the future of its name due to its namesake, Alfred Deakin's racist views. Students and teachers are putting pressure on the board to change the name because Deakin was responsible for the White Australia policy.
5: The notion of punishing him now
2: is a moot exercise. The way forward is to have the conversation and put in place. Things to make sure it never happens again.
4: Deakin was Australia's second prime minister, serving during three stints in the early 1900s.
0: And uh, now the Telegram page Aboriginal Voice exposed uh, it went through. Uh, it's probably too small for you to all, all see here the the full thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, one of the significant events in uh according to the yes campaign in australian history uh was a the gun buyback by john howard after the port arthur massacre in 1996 and you see the guns being destroyed uh when john farnham uh sings the line through the barrel barrel of a gun and it also celebrates uh the same-sex marriage vote in 2017. And also Kathy Freeman, uh, winning gold in 2000, and also the America's Cup in, in 1983. Uh, Uluru uh, being given back to the Aboriginals, the Mabo uh, decision, uh, the reconciliation march of the, the, the Opera House uh, bridge. And it was interesting that all the guest supporters on Twitter X after they, they all had the, the the same line after seeing that. Uh, they said, it made me cry. Uh, don't mess this up, Australia. Be on the right side of history. But if no gets up, which it will, uh, no will be the right side of history. Uh, now, there have been a couple of, well, honest yes ads that have been put out uh the first one uh, is from the the real ruck shan what the yes voice ad should really uh say
5: that is the uluru statement from the heart on an a4 bit of paper so the uluru statement many people
6: don't know is 18 pages long
1: we are going to use the
2: rule book of the nation to force To have a voice to the parliament. And once we have a representative body, we will seek to negotiate a treaty.
3: The voice is the first step in redistributing power.
4: The Hilary Statement is, is, in fact, 18 pages long.
2: Pay the rent, for example. You know, how, how do we do that in a way that is transparent and that it actually sees reparations and compensation?
3: You ...need is to get back to these radical roots of the Communist Party.
0: And the other was from Milk Bar TV. How many people will there be sitting on the voice to Parliament if it gets up?
2: That would be determined uh, by the Parliament. So our constitution and, and, and so determines let, the, the bigger let, principle and like everything else... The parliament will determine, and that will change over a period of time as well.
1: But, but I think, as you've acknowledged, people want to understand this. Voice, understand
2: uh, in Victoria at the moment, uh, where you're sitting, there's an election at the moment of Indigenous people to uh, their PM, uh, I'm trying to keep this as simple as possible. Victoria. I'm trying to keep this as simple as possible with respect. Do you get how confusing this is for most people?
0: And now the euphoria of the YES advocates who, uh, as they all uh, said in unison, uh, the ad made them cry, Uh, well, they were crying in despair an hour later uh, when the first news poll in eight weeks, because there's been a change with news poll personnel, uh, so it had the latest poll for the voice referendum. Yes is down to thirty-eight percent, and no is at fifty-three percent in majority. So, no, I cannot lose from here. It is unlosable, and uh, I think the the official uh, anthem now for the no campaign uh, should be uh, "Angry Gary Anderson's Bound for Glory." Uh, he is a a no advocate uh he here he is uh praising uh Warren Mundine uh, so angry anderson's bound for glory i'm not sure if you know that that song he uh, famously performed it live at the 1991 uh, afl grand final at uh, Waverley uh, park angry anderson he stood in 2013 for the national party and then in 2016 for the australian liberty alliance so not all aussie rock and rollers are far left social justice environmental uh, crusaders so going back to this news poll, I, the uh, 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 the plummeting of the yes vote has uh, taken uh, uh, taken a a fraction off the Labor Party's uh, votes. Uh, now they are now behind the Liberal National Party on primaries. ALP thirty five percent. LNP 37%, Greens 13%, One Nation 7%, but preferences, Labour is still ahead, 53 to 47. Preferred PM, Albanese is still ahead, 50%, Dutton 31%, and uh, Dutton, he is still in negative 11 approval, but Albanese has gone into negative approval, a negative one. Approve 46, disapprove 47. Uh, So Peter Dutton, uh, by advocating a no to the voice, has got the Liberal and National parties back in the the game. Uh, John Pasciuto, the Liberal leader in Victoria, he announced today that he would be Voting no after some deliberation. I think he's finally seen the writing on the wall, trying to well, maybe trying to bring uh, win back some conservative support. Though so Mark Speakman, the Liberal leader in New South Wales, is voting yes, as is uh, as is federal Liberal Senator Andrew Bragg and former At- uh, Shadow Attorney General and Indigenous Affairs Minister Julian Lisa, and of course, Tasmanian Premier Jeremy Rockcliffe and Tasmanian member for BAS, uh, Bridget Archer, are uh, voting yes. Our former Liberal Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, he's now voting yes, even though he said it would be a third chamber. Julie Bishop is uh, voting yes. I think they're both just voting yes to stick it up Peter Dutton. But Peter Dutton, uh, even though he's got the, the Liberal Party back in back in the game for the next federal election, and Anthony Albanese is burning through his political capital, on this uh, on this uh, doomed campaign, which, like, I don't care if he does. <laughs> I'm glad he's he, he's uh, burning through his prime ministership uh, in that way because yeah, he, his government is not good for, for the country. Though Peter Dutton uh, decided he would shoot himself in the, the foot yesterday uh, when he was asked by Andrew Clonelg on Sky News about uh, would he still support a referendum just for constitutional recognition of Indigenous Australians?
2: give you the detail after the vote has taken place, which is quite remarkable. So I think, you know, in a sense, it's the appropriate theme song for the Yes campaign, because remember the, the key line uh, in the lyrics there is, uh, you know, you're the voice, try and understand it. And <laughs> uh, I don't want to sing it. I don't want to break into verse with you here, Andrew. But I, I honestly don't think—I I don't think—I don't think most Australians understand it. And so you'd hold another I, I, referendum? I believe very strongly. Yeah, yes, I believe very strongly that uh, it is the right thing to do. Uh, but enshrining a voice in the constitution is divisive. It will divide the country down the middle. Uh, it will not provide the practical outcomes. It will change the way of government uh, very significantly because of the broad words.
0: Uh, so if you vote no, uh, then Peter Dutton is uh, going to uh, going to make you vote again. Now, even having a statement of recognition in the preamble, which is what Liberal Prime Ministers John Howard and Tony Abbott support, supported it, it, it could still lead to the High Court making up a whole bunch of new Aboriginal rights. I mean, they've already made. Uh, made a whole heap up with the the Marbo and Wick decisions on native title and the love decision about uh, if you've got a fraction of Aboriginal blood, if uh, uh, and you're a non-citizen criminal, you can't be deported. Lady Charlotte says, hopefully, Elba will be forced to resign. If vote no passes, well, it was incredibly lucky for Malcolm Turnbull when he was Prime Minister, yes to same-sex marriage got up uh, because he was uh, for yes. And so he was able to, you remember, after the yes vote was announced, he was able to say Yes, we're going to legislate it before Christmas, and then did a what is it, A video uh, with Attorney General George Brandis. We've got the the royal assent here. It's going to become law. So it it worked out for him. It's not going to work out for Elbow. Uh, David Cameron obviously resigned as UK Prime Minister when Brexit got up because uh, David Cameron was a Remainer, uh, but he agreed to the vote uh, to try and neutralise UKIP, but it backfired on him when Brexit won. Although uh, Kosmaris, uh, that uh, that pollster, uh, former uh, assistant Labor State, State Secretary, know uh, he's campaign director, former Labor State campaign director, now with Redbridge. Uh, he is publishing a lot of cop- uh, copium. He said, well, Bob Hawke didn't have to resign uh, when his 1998- 1988 uh, referendum questions failed so cosamares he's yeah he's he's he, he's going through the the stages of grieving because he originally thought that there was no way that uh that uh uh no could win uh but he's now trying to uh, trying to basically try and rec- see there is a way to recover from a from a no vote uh he's got another uh poll coming out on the the voice soon uh he's he, he has has said Uh, Now part of the reason why uh, Anthony Albanese might be floundering in the polls is because he, it seems like he has become uh, too close uh, to the outgoing and now embattled uh, Qantas uh, CEO, Alan Joyce. So this is, uh, this, uh, this photo is now haunting Anthony Albanese, uh, elbow uh, laughing uh, Joyce, uh, because uh, Qantas is now being uh, prosec- prosecuted by the ACC, uh, uh, stands accused of uh, selling uh, uh, selling flight tickets to uh, on flights that were already cancelled. It has had to black flip on its uh, it. it COVID uh, credit policy uh, because they were going to expire uh, the COVID flight cancellation credits at the end of the year. They're now giving cash refunds. And uh, the Albanese government can't answer why it blocks Qatari Airways from an extra 28 flights into Australia, uh, which is good for Qantas profits, but bad for the flying consumer. You can't answer that. Uh, Though maybe because the answer is it was a quid pro quo, Uh, uh, they block. Of Albanese government blocks the Qatari Airways flights in exchange for them putting the yes campaign slogan on Qantas uh, jets. And uh, Deputy Prime Minister and Defence Minister Richard Miles, he is also having uh, flight difficulties uh, after his uh, flight expenses uh, to go to, well, to go to the Matildas game in Brisbane. He says, I can't go into my expenses because of security purposes, national security purposes, which is uh, very convenient. So Anastasia Palaszczuk, uh, she did travel to to Italy on her own time. She is on vacation there she also says that she's sick uh though back in Queensland there looks like there, there is a there is a succession uh succession planning uh who is going to take over from her uh, as well she'd already checked out uh, long ago uh going more interested in going to red carpet events than actually governing I mean, she had, she did have to basically uh, pass through reactionary laws to toughen uh, the penalties uh, for youth crime offenders, making breach of bail an offence, and being able to hold uh, juvenile defenders in adult watch towers. Uh, which has upset the left, a uh, left flank, because well, suddenly they care about human rights again, and it's like, oh, you can't lock up, lock up children, even though they are violent criminals. And remember, there was a Brisbane mother who was killed just before Christmas by a home invader. Uh, now, some good news. Remember the 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 RMIT Fact Lab who uh, who said that uh, the the voice to <laughs> the Uluru's. Uluru Statement from the Heart uh, was only one page. Uh, they have been uh, disaccredited by Meta now. Uh, and uh, they, uh, their accreditation by the International Fact-Checking Network, which is, uh, well, there, there, there's, 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 there's no such thing as an objective, uh, holier-than-thou, uh, above-everything fact-checking group. Uh, Because, and RMIT Fact Lab, they'll paid $740,000 a year by Meta. I mean, you can give me the money, I'll do the fact checks. And so the head of RMIT Fact Lab was Russell Skelton, uh, married to outgoing ABC Radio Melbourne presenter Virginia Drew She announced she was stepping down last week to host some arts program that nobody will watch on ABC2 or whatever. And Russell Skelton is a Yes supporter. So he is Renee Davidson, a researcher at RMIT Fact, Fact Lab. Uh, Sky News Australia, they claimed credit for this, uh, a, 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 for uh, this meta uh, decision uh, f- from their investigation called the Fact Check Files. The so Rv Yemeni is also claiming credit for this uh, because of the documents that he obtained during discovery, uh, during his lawsuit, which is now dropped against RMIT. Fact Lab. Uh, so it really reached a head when uh, Meta put a false, uh, fu- a false cover on Peter Credlin's uh, report about the Uluru statement from the heart being 26 pages, not one page. The Pauline Hansen's please explain cartoon last week was pretty funny. Anthony Albanese holds up, it's just one page, and then all the other pages fall out as well. It's, uh, <laughs> it's 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 very funny. And uh, now just a brief uh, a brief Victorian update. Now Dan Andrews uh, was uh, sick again this week. Maybe he's been consuming too much of the the free mushroom pizzas that Victorians are bestowing on him <laughs> that could that could be the 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 case. Although uh, Dan Andrews, he has put uh, on hold again the airport rail link, he's still going, he's still going ahead with his uh, suburban uh, rail loop, uh, which will cost, cost a, a $35 billion for at least the, the eastern section, where it was revealed in Saturday in the Age, there was a funding shortfall. Uh, now, it has been reported, as I suspected, that the suburban rail loop uh, stations, they're going to build 20-minute neighbourhoods, Around them, they've got special uh, is, is it, they've granted themselves special planning powers, the Andrews government, but they've ca- they're, they're put on ice again the airport railing because we can't have people going to the airport escaping Victoria. Even though uh, the Dan Andrews government has spent 630 million on it, so again, they're spending millions and millions of Victorian taxpayers' money or borrowed money not to not to do something, not to build something. So yes, So I, again. It's what Dan Andrews specialised in: wasting money to do nothing. Now let's go over to the UK, where the culturally enriching Notting Hill uh, Caribbean Carnival again was plagued by violence and uh, degeneracy, and so there were uh, eight people uh, stabbed at uh, at this year's this year's Notting Hill Carnival. Now, uh, Rishi Sunak, uh, his uh, grand plan to, to stop, uh, stop this type of violence happening is, uh, to, is another knife crackdown, including on these so-called zombie, zo- <laughs> zombie knives. Uh, so, and Rishi Sunak, as this uh, Uh, Spectator article says Rishi Sunak's crime crackdown is too little too late as this is illegal migrant crackdown and all the suppression of uh, free speech has occurred under the conservative government the grooming gangs flourished under the conservative government over the past 13 years they are completely useless, all of them. And, and now Rishi Sunak, he could put a stop to Sadiq Khan's uh, ULEZ expansion. He could basically rip up uh, the Greater London Authority legislation, Sack Sadiq Khan. It was set up by uh, Tony Blair. So were the Scottish and, and Welsh parliaments. He can, he can, he can te- tear up ULEZ if he, if he wants to. Uh, now the ule's bra- blade runners uh, continue uh, to uh, say so in some areas there's almost uh 90 80 to 90% of ULS cameras vandalized or 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 removed it is quite incredible uh, there all of all, uh, all of this and now Sadiq khan it's his justification for this has not been, not just been the climate crisis, uh, but uh, to clean up the air in London. He says that hey, there's heaps and heaps of people dying uh, from the toxic air in London, which this is never, it's interesting that this has never been raised in Australia. I mean, we are a, a car nation here in Australia, uh, yet there is, I, I, I can't remember the, the last time I coughed because uh, I smelt car fumes. Uh, people in the chat, let me know if you've ever smelt car uh, car fumes. Like it's just uh, car pollution has just, yeah, it has, it's, I, I've never smelt a car for for ages. Well, I've smelt my own car when I've left the, the motor on, but not other car cars. Obviously I'm very close to my car when I, when I turn it on. And uh, now Nigel Farage, uh, he, uh, he did a report on the, the ULES uh, Blade Runners, and he certainly made one thing very clear. Is that
2: in areas like Bromley, up to 90% of the ULES cameras that Mayor Khan has placed have been vandalised, cut down, stolen and thrown away. You, of course, fully understand. I would never, ever support law breaking in any way at all.
0: Yes. Exactly. Nigel Farage would never ever support law breaking. And Katie Hopkins, remember, she said she was absolutely uh, disgusted uh, by uh, these vandals uh, using filling frame from Toolstation 669 to, to vandalize and spray uh, Sadiq Khan's cameras. Now, we also have in the UK as if the, the school system is literally falling apart. Uh, so there, there there are a lot of pupils who are not going to be able to uh, go back to school uh, because their school buildings are falling apart. And some also contain, I can't believe this, asbestos, and if asbestos breaks down, that is literally deadly. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they try to make out that, uh, schools were dangerous during COVID because COVID was deadly for school children, which it was not, but yeah, asbestos, if they breathe that in, that'll definitely kill them, kill them many years down, down the track. Uh, so this is an absolute, uh, you could say, uh, cl- cluster, uh, cl- cluster mess, uh, Part in the pun um but um obviously uh the the they wouldn't uh they wouldn't make migrants uh stay in in, in such uh, dilapidated uh buildings uh so down in huddlesford uh, they are kicking out uh students from accommodation and so more migrants are coming in so again this is under rishi sunak and suela Braverman, who said they're going to stop the the, the boats uh so they're getting these uh luxurious uh, uh luxurious uh, student uh, student accommodation ones uh so it's a it has a this uh, 405 hd1 tower in huddersfield has a cinema room and gym where top end studio flats can cost 200 a week so yes nothing changes talk is absolutely cheap from uk conservative politicians And now, um, obviously things are bad in the UK, uh, but things are pretty bad over in the Republic of Ireland. So the government of Ireland, uh, they want to uh, remove from the the Constitution or amend the the, uh, uh, part of Article 41 of the Irish Constitution on the family Uh, which I didn't know that Ireland had such a base constitution in wanting to protect the family. And in particular, uh, this is uh, section two, the state recognises that by her life within the home, woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. The state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to neglect of their duties in the home. That is an awesome part of the constitution. And going back to section one, it says the state recognises the family as the natural primary and fundamental unit group of society. Uh, But they've slowly been dismantling uh, this uh, constitution It all began when the Irish people back in the early 90s uh, voted to abolish uh, no-fault uh, divorce. Uh, so yes, they they want to want to remove that in the name of gender equality. But the thing is uh, that uh, the Irish Minister for Women, of course, can't define what a a woman is i
7: just think it's 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 appalling as, as as a woman and a woman uh, as a female sports ministers minister that's trying to promote women in sport. um I I think it's just really regrettable.
1: Minister, an article in the Irish Times this week by Pat Leahy outlined some fears within government that the so-called women-in-the-home referendum might raise some uncomfortable questions for politicians. For example, how do you define a family and what is a woman in the context of the gender debate? So, on foot of that article, I'm just wondering, what is a woman in your view?
7: Um, This this is uh, something that the the government are are discussing, uh, Ben, but um, it's very important that we get that wording correct, Um, So in in relation to the actual wording of the referendum, I I should hope that we'd we'd come to agreement on that that wording in the the coming weeks. I think it's it's a really important um, referendum. It's something that I I advocated for when I was chair of the Women's Caucus and that that, that this would lead to, to a referendum.
1: But, but do you have a definition of what you referred earlier to being proud of being a, a female sport minister and how important it is to promote women in sport and so on. So I'm just wondering, do, do you have a personal definition of what a woman means?
7: Um, I, I, I think you know this, the, the question is, is, is not relevant to, to, to the, the referendum itself, because as in the issue that is pressing at the minute in relation to the exact wording of a referendum and having the, the referendum is absolutely essential um for 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 us in
5: Ireland.
7: well i mean
0: it's, a, it's a, a well she wouldn't want to breach her government's own hate speech laws because yes the criminal justice incitement to violence or hatred and hate offenses bill uh so this includes like obviously you, there shouldn't be it shouldn't be legal to directly incite violence but of course hatred is in the eye of the beholder, uh, so against personal groups on the basis of protected characteristics including religion, race, disability and gender. So yes, uh, she's probably afraid of breaking the law if she defines what a woman is. Uh, now of course in Australia our free speech is slowly uh, being chipped away uh, before the, the New South Wales Parliament is a, well, it's being sold as a gay conversion uh, therapy ban. I mean, obviously, in a free society, uh, people should be able to seek whatever therapy they want I, uh, if somebody's is offering, uh, o- offering a particular service. Probably even me saying that here in Victoria, where we already have such a ban, <laughs> could get me into to trouble. I'm just talking in the abstract, uh, but the conversion therapy ban also uh, bans uh, parents, the doctors, and educators uh, from not affirming a child if they say they're a different gender. And uh, this was part of the focus of a Seven News spotlight. Uh, special last night on D Transitioners. Uh, David Limbrick from uh, the Libertarian Party in Victoria was featured. I, I watched it last night. Uh, this is the promo. I was 15 when
1: I had my breast surgically removed. It's the most controversial story
5: this year. Children are being told they should change from boy to girl or girl to boy from as young as 12 years old.
1: Thousands of kids are doing
5: it and regretting it. I've gone through a medical catastrophe. And parents are being kept in the dark.
7: No children should be transitioning without the parents' knowledge and consent. I believe our children are being lied to. These
5: are life-changing decisions being made before our kids have any idea of the consequences.
2: Is a generation being brainwashed? It's a medical scandal. When we reached out to the bosses who run these clinics, all we got was silence. Urged
5: on by social media, but it's confused kids that are paying the price. I was just looking for a sense of belonging. Seven News Spotlight on Seven
0: and Seven Plus. Now, the three transitioners they feature, in my opinion, had a lot of other stuff going on in their lives. They definitely uh, seemed uh, quite... Troubled, uh, which is obviously why, uh, in part, uh, they made uh, these life-altering mistakes. Uh, now there is a children's gender uh, clinic in every uh, every state, basically. Now, I, now it does feature a couple from Newcastle who uh, who claim that uh, their daughter uh was basically stolen uh from them uh when uh she was secretly transitioned to become a a son and uh a recently a children's uh a transgender children's clinic was opened in uh newcastle uh by the former uh health minister now uh brad hazard who of course we all remember from COVID.
2: But, uh... Um, in the Hunter a few weeks or actually a few months ago now um, and Alex uh, was up there I think that day too and we opened the uh, new Maple Leaf Centre. Um, the Maple Leaf Centre was... Uh, um, they had a, they had advice and opportunities through the health system but it was actually inside John Hunter Hospital and when I first went up there a couple of years ago it struck me that uh, in some senses this is not... health issue. This is an issue which is part of your life which you want to actually get all-round advice on and talking to an endocrinologist shouldn't be it. There should be a far better and far more comprehensive system in an environment that preferably isn't a hospitalised um, system if at all possible. And so Alex and I,
0: Uh, Now, as a lot of you will be aware, uh, there are just regular gays and lesbians who are sick of the uh, LGBTQ ever-expanding acronym, uh, just how uh, degenerate and crazy it is getting. And so uh, this video I am now going to play, uh, which will... Final, uh, uh, final part of the 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 show. I uh, this uh, non-binary uh, woman. I got uh, <laughs> she she got run out of a gay bar uh, because the the gay bartender uh, wouldn't put up uh, with her pronoun crap.
5: Honestly, don't know what to do. But like, there was like a really bad experience. Basically, I was just getting a drink at the bar and they called both Azul and I ladies. After they were done making the drink, I went up and they, I was like, some people don't refer to themselves as ladies, but it's okay that you didn't know. And in a gay bar, so I should be safe. Too bad turned it around. They got so mad at me. And they took the drink away from my wife and I. Yeah, at the bar, like because he was like, are you serious? You're doing the same thing to me. How? (laughs) And then they kicked us out. I didn't think that was gonna happen. Like, how am I supposed to feel? This was the first time that I've like told somebody I felt brave enough to tell somebody my identity. I just wanted to let him know and I told him it's okay that you didn't know. He was still mad at me for being myself and for my wife being themselves. Just hurt. We were kicked out so fast. And I tried talking to the other person. He came over and was like, what's going on? It was another straight white man. When I told him he's just not respecting our identity and I don't understand why. And he was like, you know what? Just leave. And I got kicked out of a bar. It's technically supposed to be a queer bar, but it's just gay white men. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It was supposed to be a positive experience. I felt so embarrassed. I want to you Yeah. I no. I know. It's so bad. It's so bad. I'm like, well, imagine if I didn't accept you for just being gay, dude. Like, are you serious? And he's told me, I'm being a gentleman calling you a lady. That's not something bad. Like, I'm just sharing that part. And I just wanted you to be like, okay, I'm sorry. Um,
4: what would you like?
5: What would you like to hear? And like, it's not like we even talk a lot. It felt like, like a dad, like yelling at you. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna have some water and I'm okay. It's just hard. One more thing that I wanted to add is that he yelled at my wife and told them that he sees us as ladies, and so he will always refer to us as ladies.
7: Bye. And at the end of the day, transphobia within the community is so disgusting.
0: Oh, boo hoo. It was clearly the worst thing that had ever happened to her in her life. <laughs> clearly, she's like that's, that's sobbing when you're like, you're really, she's really, really upset over it. (laughs) Absolutely incredible there. I will just toughen up a princess. Yes, I'm going to call you that. (laughs) Now that is the end of Tim's News Explosion for another week. Now, obviously a few announcements to end the show. So obviously The Theorist tomorrow night with uh, myself and Andy Nolch uh, will be on The Theorist's channels as always from 9 p.m. And I will put the link into the YouTube live chat. Uh, So make sure that you subscribe and also subscribe to this channel. And on all the videos, uh, give a thumbs up and a comment below. Also click the bell to allow notifications, because YouTube doesn't automatically uh, do that. Remember, if you want to support the work of the Unshackled, you can take out a premium membership, $5 per month, silver $10 per month, gold $25 per month and platinum $50 per month. Uh, Your uh, your financial support is always much appreciated. It's how we can put on uh, our Unshackled productions for you and our articles on the Unshackled.net as well. Uh, Now, remember uh, that if you are in Sydney, uh, next Tuesday, uh, there is the Roundtable Forum, Mass Immigration and the Nation State at Sydney Mechanics School of Arts with Professor Gigi Foster, who's been a guest on this program, Dr. Frank Salter, a long-time One Nation uh, supporter, and Dr. Jane O'Sullivan, Sustainable Population Australia. And also uh, Richard Walsoncroft has asked me uh, to promote that the Melbourne Underground Film Festival 2023 is coming early December. Uh, So the deadlines for entries are 20th of September and then the final deadline for 10th of October. Uh, So go to filmfreeway.com slash muff or the website muff.com dot au. I was uh, I dived uh, dived into Muff last year. Uh, it was it was it was my first time in Muff, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, go go Muff! And now, next show I uh, will be uh, September the eleventh, uh, which. Obviously, most people, uh, when, uh, 9-11 is uh, the the attacks on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. Uh, but there is also the good 9-11 uh, in Chile in 1973, uh, when uh, 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 General Augusto Pinochet overthrew that uh, socialist Hollande and uh, restored... Uh, Order and prosperity to Chile, and got the nation back on to democracy, and uh, and it is still uh, uh, one of the freest and prosperous uh, Latin American countries. Uh, the Chilean people recently uh, voted against a new constitution; they wanted to keep the Pinochet era constitution. Uh, so, because it's the it'll be the fiftieth anniversary of uh, of. Pinochet day. Uh, I'll of course be wearing uh, my Pinochet did nothing wrong shirt on the next Tim's News explosion. Uh, So slack bastard, I know that he forever is triggered by that shirt. So (laughs) that's another reason to to wear it. So remember, 9pm Melbourne, Melbourne time on the Wilmsfront channels. I'll be recording new reports from Tiger Mountain with Richard and later in this week. So they'll be up and I'll see you all on The Theorists uh, tomorrow night. And uh, I'm sure once you've done this, you'll go back to <laughs> doing the ban, the ADL hashtag. It isn't going away. Uh, so in the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, and uh, stay, stay. Temperature control because the weather is just all over the place at the moment. Uh, Good night, everybody. Tim's news explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.